Good afternoon, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Heal Your Codependency. I've done a little name change. Used to be happiness after codependency and clarifying things. It's healing your codependency. So I'm excited to have you here today. Today we're going to talk about a topic that comes up a lot in our healing. I'm calling this topic the uh, feeling like you're back at square one topic. So that's the title of it. That's what we'll be exploring here today in just a moment. Before we do that, I need to get this shared out to the community. The community is a safe haven where you can find additional guidance and tools and support in your journey in healing your codependency. The link is above on Facebook. It's below on YouTube. So come and join us there. And let's let's get started. So have you ever experience this in your world where you're making a lot of progress a lot of things are changing for you and then you encounter something new or something familiar you're taking a risk or a leap into the unknown and you feel like you're back at square one like all the work all the effort all the therapy all the processing all the practices all the other experiences you've had suddenly don't matter it's like they didn't happen You feel like you're back to where you were before you did all that work. This, if you're feeling this, first of all, this is a really, really really normal thing to feel in the healing journey. It's actually a really common thing in a number of areas of our life. And generally, anytime we encounter something unknown and something new, something that we're taking a risk on, taking a challenge in doing, facing, and connecting with so hey Deborah this journey that this this experience of I'm back at square one is a rational experience we may not like it we may not understand it but it comes from a rational premise it comes from a legitimate experience or series of experiences in the past so here's what's really going on here so because you know I've had this sabotage me numerous times in my healing and my growth personally and professionally. And then I started really working with it, and I started to understand what was really happening. So before we can understand why it's, what it's doing, where it comes from, or how to, and how to work with it, we need to understand something about the body and the brain. Bodies and brains experience the world in event kind of things. It's like, oh, when I experience bread, this is what I had in the past, so this is what I can predict will happen in the future. Okay. So anytime we experience a person, place, or thing, our brain encodes that in our body as usually a somatic and then you know detailed experience. So we get what's called explicit memory happening. Now, really young, we were we were encoding memory in a way called implicit memory, which is really just sensations, emotions, maybe some details, but it's it's really more the in-body felt sense experience of what was going on. Now, these things the, when the brain encodes in it an experience into its into itself through memory and through the body and things like that. This creates a reference point, especially if it's the first time we've experienced a thing that has a profound impact on the brain. It wires it to respond to that experience the same way in the future, and it wires it to anticipate that thing uh, based on that experience. So if I have bread and bread is disgusting, and next time I come up against bread, I'm like, ooh, bread's disgusting, right? 
Mom, then I can have a different experience of bread down the road. I'll go, wow, bread can be disgusting and it can be delicious, but there's nuance. There's other factors involved that help me discern between these two things. Generally, that's what we're doing. When we experience something, it encodes into our body as an emotional set point or reference point that our body then uses in the, down the road to help it understand what it's encountering. So let me know if that makes sense in the comments below. When it comes to this feeling of being stuck at square one again, this is what's happening. Is the body's going, oh, we're encountering a new unknown thing. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know what to do with it. This is scary. And now that, that kind of sensation and experience is coming from a past series of experiences where we encountered the unknown and we felt that way. We encountered, I don't know what to do. This is scary. We didn't have the guidance we needed. We didn't have the shelter and support we needed. We didn't have safety. We didn't have encouragement. We didn't have guidance. For a lot of us, we are products of a childhood where we were neglected. And one of those aspects of neglect was being cared for and nurtured while experiencing the unknown and beginning to encounter life counter people and counter things and learn about them we were left to figure that out on our own we were not supported in it we were not empowered in it we were not encouraged in it so now when we encounter the unknown we encounter a big unknown thing our body's like i don't know what to do and then here's how i should feel about it because that's how i felt in the past and it kind of, you know, gives us that temporary amnesia, like what is going on? I can't remember anything. That's because in that experience, you didn't know anything. You didn't know what to do, what was going on, how to address it. So when we encounter this space, this is a chance for us to implement the things that you've learned in your world. I'm always a big fan of this step first. I want to pause and acknowledge that we're there, like, ooh, I'm in this unknown space, feeling like I'm back into square one. What does that feel like in my body? Where is it in my body? What is it? What are the characteristics of this sensation? You know, like, what texture, temperature, color, shape does it have? Is it dense? Is it is it light? Is it firm, or does it feel like a cloud? Things like that. Get in contact with that part of yourself, and then legitimize it. And I go, hey, this is real. I'm feeling this way because I've, I've not had the proper support and guidance in the past with big, unknown, scary things. So no wonder I'm feeling the way I am. I'm dealing with a big, unknown, scary thing again. So here's how I'm going to wrestle with it. And give yourself a chance to observe what happens there. This allows you to start a practice of differentiating yourself from the experience and from those emotions. So you can become more of the observer and that allows you to take the role of parent or adult in the situation. You're like, yep, we are definitely feeling this. What do I need here in order to feel safer taking on this unknown, facing this risk, facing this change or, or this new adventure in my world? What do I need to know? What do I don't know? And possibly, what do I do not know that I don't know? It's a question that can be really hard to, to answer, but sometimes I get some insight in, into myself that way. I can also ask myself, what am I 
assuming is going to happen? What are am I? What have I concluded will be out the outcome? What kind of expectations do I have um, on myself, on others? What kind of judgments am I making about myself here? So I start to get into contact with our experience, our programming, our relationship with this thing that we're encountering. And then we can start to care for it. And that caring is really acknowledging, legitimizing it, observing how we shift in that, and then allowing that shift to integrate. It's that first step. The second step is the answers to those questions help you start locating resources information and guidance that can lead you down the road in this unknown because we're brilliant people we're very smart we're very articulate we know how to figure these things out and that's our first work there it's like oh big unknown scary thing let's start to understand it let's understand our experience with it understand what it is under start to understand what we don't know about it and that helps it feel less scary and brings it back into our power to understand it work with it care for it, and start navigating it. This is how we work with this reflex of, <coughs> I'm back, stuck back at square one. You're not. You're not technically back at square one. You're back at an origin point in your world, a set point, that you can then bring in your new tools, your new experience, and your support systems to help you restructure how you're responding to this new area of your life, and then discover more truth about it truth about yourself truth about outcomes you can accomplish and truth about the thing itself this is how we gently expand our comfort zone this is how we nurture ourselves when we find ourselves back at quote-unquote square one it's caring it's compassion it's curiosity and it's a willingness to take the risk to find out what's there this is how I deal with this guy. I encounter it frequently because um, I do a lot of growing in my world. And so I'm, I've got this habit now of like, I'm scared. I don't know what this is. Slowing down, pausing, acknowledging it, legitimizing it, and then observing what I'm aware of. This is your first step in breaking free of feeling stuck and getting into and returning to contact with your wisdom, your experience, your skill sets, and your expertise in navigating the unknown. So that's today's video. It just came up to me today. I haven't done a video in a little bit, but this one had inspired me. I'm like, ooh, this is a thing I know some of my students are dealing with right now, clients are dealing with, I am dealing with. So let's talk about it. So let me know your thoughts on today's video. Take this into your world and explore what it does for you. And now, just a little thing here. If you're ready to break through on your codependency, you're feeling stuck with it, you're feeling like therapy is, hasn't been working or self-help efforts haven't been producing results, take the five-day codependency healing workshop. And let's see what you discover in that. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. It's on demand 24-7. Let's see what you discover as you learn the four essential concepts and practices for healing codependency that has set hundreds there's over 700 people have taken this workshop and over 95 percent of them experience a change and that specifically is like i feel like i know what to do now i understand why i'm codependent i understand how to care for it and now i have a direction and a structure to go in so it gave them clarity and direction that got them unstuck started getting them 
the progress and the outcomes they deserve in their world. So the link is above on Facebook for that, below on YouTube on that. Deborah says, I forget to slow down, so I spiral out of control. Yeah, that's a normal reaction. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spiral out of control. Pause, acknowledge, and observe the spiral. Because that's part of that reactive state, that, that reaction you have to the unknown. That's how you've had to deal with it. Because things were really big. You were given responsibilities and, and uh, tasks that were way outside your um, capability at the time you were given it. Largely when we're small children, we're given adult jobs. <laughs> of course, we're going to spin out of control. And then we have to deal with the consequences we anticipate happening and all the, the pain and hurts that might come up. So slowing down allows us to start to acknowledge those things, care for them. So whatever shows up for you in this deserves a little love or a lot of love, a lot of care. A lot of presence and gentleness. So there you go, my friends. Take that into your world. Let me know your thoughts on it and what you experience with it. And then I will see you guys in our next episode. Have a great day. Bye-bye.